0: Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install Ream. Oh, no. Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, here we go. The countdown to the weekend is over. The footy starts now. Now, now. And every massive moment is right here. A massive arm wrestle. Massive oh, That's what we love it. McDonald's and rain Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. And we are
1: back. How good is it to have the footy back? It's a beautiful night in Sydney. Uh, it's still uh, daylight here at Combank Stadium there was a massive crowd out the front of Combank Stadium before the gates opened here. The the, the line snaked back for it felt like a kilometre or two. It's Parramatta versus the Melbourne Storm. We all know the Melbourne Storm have a wonderful record in round number one. They have a pretty good record everywhere, to be honest, and anywhere. Taking on Parramatta, a repeat of their round 26 game last year, which Parramatta won, went into the top four. Melbourne were eliminated a week later. Uh, lots of changes for both teams which we'll get to again yes we're here for another season in fact this is the start of a new five-year deal here on triple m nrl so you've got us for a little while and it's thanks to ream hot water and to maccas once again our major partners for season 2023 thank you very much for for, for being part of it. it's been a long time now for both ream and for maccas jim beam bring us prime time it's set to be an epic match and that's worth raising a jim beam drink responsibly and let me assure you plenty of people here at Triple M NRL were straight onto the phone. Can we get some of the sponsors' product uh, and uh, plenty more sponsors uh, uh, joining us which we'll uh, talk through uh, as the season goes on. James Graham they call you the negotiator. How are you? <laughs> How was your off season? Uh, yeah it was
2: um, it was alright mate. Yeah it was uh, busy. Lots of lots of things happening. Lots of overseas travel which was yes. great. So yeah uh, yeah, can't complain. Good to be back,
1: though. My God, you're everywhere on this network. I mean, we've got all these podcasts on on, uh, on Triple M now. It's like nine over the course of seven days on, <laughs> on the listener app, on the listener app. We're the only place you can hear live Triple M NRL. Uh, and you're doing how many of them? You're doing the uh, the, the, the two, something on Monday.
2: Two, two of those, Dan. Yes, I'll uh, I'll I'll be you're flying.
1: In. You got your own stuff going on as well. Yeah, going
2: re- really good. we have got this. Uh, The cheese on board for a weekly show as well, which is really exciting. Shameless plug and all. Very dropping
1: good. Tuesday afternoons for anybody interested. Can you just wait a <laughs> week before you start plugging <laughs> an opposing <laughs> podcast? To triple oh N? mate, we're all part of the family. We're we're all part of the family. Emma Lawrence, hello to you. Welcome to Triple M for another season. It's
3: good to be back, Dan. All
1: I saw from you in the off-season was you and your bloke, and <laughs> and all lovey-dovey, very nice, but also you uh, cutting a swathe with Reid and Chamis through the UK.
3: Oh, my man, Reidy. We had some fun over there at the World Cup. So the first three weeks, there were only a handful of journos over there. So Reidy and I were best buds. And I've got to be honest, when the others joined us at the quarterfinals, including Michael Chamis, it did ruin the vibe a bit because we had our thing going on. So, Reedy and I were best mates. Reedy and Chammy had a little... Blow up. Oh, I'm going to say it. blow up. Chammy's talked say... about
1: this, I think, yesterday. There we go. With Danny Widler yep. and, and Adam Peacock. Is this about a story that he held back or something?
3: Yeah, so they were very competitive with one another. I had told Danny. I didn't know if he'd brought it up. So, naturally competitive from rival papers. Hang on.
1: Hang on. Are you Are you a snitch? Because you, <laughs> we're going to get to the snitch who's behind no, me. Everyone <laughs> knew this story.
3: They were talking about the podcast. Danny in the um, in our office was talking about the podcast and giving it to each other. I said, "Have you raised the uh, World Cup antics yet?" So he hadn't. But there were two things from the World Cup from Michael Chalmers. The first one, he and I love chammy he had a little fight with Reedy because he dogged him on a story. So they usually give each other a heads up. But Chammy went missing one this day. Is competitive.
1: When, this is a competitive <laughs> industry. When
3: he broke the Victor Radley story, just went dead. We didn't know where Chammy was, and Reedy said so he must be up to something because he wasn't at training. He wasn't answering his calls. What
1: was the Victor Radley story?
3: When he got in a uh, he headbutt. Oh or no, yes. allegedly, but yes. was cleared. Yes. Gotten a fight at a pub. So uh, it was there was tension for a good couple of days. Thanks to those two. Right. It wasn't the same.
1: All right. I get the feeling there's about 6,000 more stories, which some will make it to air and yes. some will not. Aaron Woods, <laughs> hello to you. Welcome back to Triple M. You, the last time I saw you was Triple M cricket at the SCG. And you what a day that was, Dan. Pop, Outstanding. Was there any action? That, uh, well, there was a lot of rain. After, after lunch. After
4: lunch. Very good. Bit of action in the box but with uh, Big Merv Hughes. Very good. How has your summer been? It's been good up until probably two weeks ago. Uh, when we went to Mudgee, it was pretty smooth sailing up to the Oh, thank
1: you for so smoothly yes. bringing this up.
4: James, uh, uh, my fellow mate actually throws this under
1: the bus too. James Graham, uh, on one of his 16 podcasts, <laughs> here, <laughs> said, uh, of course, part of the Dragons family for a long time, not so much now, but uh, played for many years, said this. My issue with this
2: is who's the grass that has gone and leaked it? Mm. Who's the snitch? What are you telling the media about this for? It was a no, non-issue. Nothing got broken. Mm-hmm. No one got punched. No one was hurt. No one caused a disruption. No member of the public was affected by this. Which little snitch has gone to the media and said, oh, was, uh, there's been a, a fight at 6am? What's a grass? Yeah, it's, yeah. I can not understand <laughs> <say>, either. <laughs> a, a, a grass is, from where I come from, a, a snitch. Okay. You, you,
1: you grass on people. You never want to be labelled a grass. Phil Rothfield then wrote about this on Monday and alluded to the fact, I'm trying to find the quote here. I, I actually remember there was a little bit of the quote. He had media connections. connections. Media connections. Cheers, Buzz. Aaron Woods, Triple M. Uh, where else you got media connections? you got media connections. Greedy. you got Be the journalists Monday that love you. So the descriptions fit you. Yeah, it doesn't look good for me. Are you the snitch? Definitely not, Dan. Definitely not.
4: The, see, the problem was where we stayed. We stayed like a little motor lodge. Uh, You pretty much park your car in and you walk straight into your door. So uh, we were staying with the public, and when we did make a little bit of noise early in the morning, there was a couple of people that stuck their heads out the door. So um, we tried to say there wasn't much happening, but uh, they must have messaged or sent something through to certain people on social media. Do you know who the snitch is? No idea, because I don't think it's anyone in our group. Do you believe that, James? No.
2: And I'll tell you why. So... Let's say that a member of the public made a complaint. Do you think that would be included in the press report about the Dragon's fight at 6 a.m.? I.e., you would have, you, that would be an extra piece of information. So why would, a, would an organization or a tweet or anything like that re- withhold that information? That's better. That adds to the story. Members of the public complain about Dragon's fight at 6 a.m. as opposed to there's been a fight at 6 a.m.?
3: Perhaps no one complained, but perhaps someone staying there saw it, and then...
2: Is that plausible what he saying? But then, Emma, my point is this. So if the source of the information is a member of the public, then I think that would be included in the story.
3: Maybe the public didn't complain, though. Maybe they've just gone and snitched to the media because everyone loves...
2: But but that's it. It I'm not saying if they complain. I'm saying if they went to the media, so the media would would add that into the story to make it even worse because then it's a bigger story. If you say, member of the public has been complaining about the Dragons players having a a. 6am brawl, member of the public, you've pissed off the member of the public. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Six again, play on. But... (laughs)
4: But see, the thing is, we couldn't have done it because it wasn't that bad of what happened out in, in front of that room. So there was nothing really to complain. It was just a little bit of loud noise. But so then, how's it? How's it got to, how, How's it got into the hands of the media? As, or, or, as, as Emma said, someone could have gone down and said, sent someone a tweet or sent someone but Instagram. But that's,
2: that's my point, Woodsy. That if, if that had happened, but, but if a where, member of the public contact the media. Uh, then the media, whoever releases the story, brings that in as but a little bit care. of extra space. They
4: don't care about that because of how badly paid in
1: Mudgee. They want to create another story from what's happened. Jimmy, I don't actually... I, I th- I'm with you. I think it's a snitch. Uh, I don't know if what... But, but going down this path of saying it's the member of the public yeah. and then it will be... I report. don't know
3: if that's... I don't think that... I don't necessarily know if that adds that much to the story. I think it's more that Well, there you know has what we been should a fight. do.
1: I reckon we should ask
4: Buzz on Thursdays when he does his podcast. Oh, not buzz um, Denny Wadler well
1: he spoke about it we'll get to, we'll get to him in a moment get to him in a moment because he, we've got a, a quote from him so you think it's a dragon do you think it's a player do you think it's a member of stuff it's at that moment it's that the line is you think it's a dragon's person yeah
2: and, and genuinely we, we, we all know within uh, the rugby league community that certain people within the media have links to certain players and there's an agreement there. And that, like, there's, there's no hiding from that. And this is how sometimes stories get leaked. But for, for me, this is a story that could have been covered up, didn't need to be made public, but it has done. Like I said, nobody got hurt. There was no member of the public affected. Well, and the other thing
4: is, there's been no ramifications from it either. Yeah, exactly. Because nothing's happened. It was just a little bit of a, you know, boys arguing between each other. Nothing got any fisty cuffs or nothing. And which I'm guessing happens a lot more frequently than we know. It's happened at every club I've been at, but it's just never been out in public in the open. We've always done it in a controlled environment. Exactly. So this was in a private setting. There's no video of it.
2: So how's it got to someone within the media?
3: But was it where
2: it was in? Uh, I
4: was in a public in the, forum, so like yeah, but, I was out front of one of the rooms. But then, how's it got? <laughs> I've no idea. What but, did? But the, the, it, the, other, the other thing is what, what I, you know, I know you sort of say it's come from him, but where we're at, like we had a shocking performance in Mudgee. You know, our game was terrible, and we were we being hammered in the media for it. The last thing we needed was something to come out about us, and I don't think anyone in the group would want to leak anything because. Well, copping it as it was on the field, we don't need to cop it for what's happened off the field because that's something, you who, know, that could escalate and put more drama, which it has throughout the last 10 days since it's happened. Who,
1: is, who was involved? So it was Ravalawa and uh, Musgrove. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yep.
3: What does any- so,
1: It's in some. Sorry. It's in someone's interest for Ravalawa or Musgrove to get into trouble. It could be in someone's interest. For, it could be in your interest for uh, Musgrove because he's a front rower. Again, I'm not saying it's You I've got no idea. But I'm saying... There, there is incentive for a player, if and this is why stories get leaked. This is why coaches yeah. get – stories about coaches get leaked because there'll be a player. You, I can bet
4: – Pushing for another coach. But yeah, I, exactly I because they're
1: on the outer yeah. with the coach. Yeah, I understand where you're
4: coming from. Do you be, believe it could be him, Jimmy? Uh, he, no, I don't. Okay.
2: I don't.
1: Oh, well, then that's the end of that.
2: But I, 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 That's um, the end of that. I, I – I find it very difficult to believe how it's not someone from within the organisation,
1: whether it be believe, player or official or whatever. I don't, sorry to cut you off. I don't believe it's him either because it's so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, he's got yeah. media connections, so it felt like, no, I don't think Woodsy's that dumb. Yeah. My
4: other thing is I do three podcasts during a week. I don't have to talk about it three times. Stuck my head in.
1: <laughs> uh, this is to put a cap on it. You asked him what Danny Widler said. This is what he said. What's it? What's this podcast called? Are Fo- oh, they all footy talk? Oh, how creative! This is. Come <laughs> on, oh, mate, Charlie named him. <laughs> uh, but the shows are good. I do listen to the shows. I just forget what they're called. This is what Danny said to uh, Michael Chamis and Adam Peacock. Look, okay, let's go back to James, and I I, I respect him as a former footballer, um, but. Not all journalists are getting stories necessarily from a player, and I can tell you, James, that this story did not come out of a player's mouth. So he doesn't have to worry about a snitch in this instance. However, uh, the Dragons, there's been several stories written about the Dragons and having a a leak or a mole or something like that. And I think even Craig Young went on the record, their former chairman, about it. Yeah, I and guess. this is a, this has been driven by News Corp, uh, and they are targeting sources of like for instance my story or michael i think your story as well why as a journal are you writing a story questioning another journo sources uh well that's a different question entirely i would just say this is the story's right the story's right and the story appears to be right satisfy you that it's not a player well it's interesting how he chose his words he didn't say dragon he said he didn't player say dragon's player Very interesting. All right. I think we've uh, covered that one uh, enough. We can keep talking about it if you want, Woodsy. I think he hit a nail on the head. It wasn't a (laughs) (laughs) player. Let's leave it at that. All right. We've got plenty to get through here. We'll lighten it up. Uh, Let's just just get to the big story, uh, the elephant in the room. (laughs) And you're a big elephant.
0: Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready and now. And order. Triple M rocks footy. James
1: Graham, Aaron Woods, Emma Lawrence, Dan Gnan. By the way, cricket score: uh, India three for seventy-three, so they still trail, but not by many, by fifteen. That is on day two. Day two of the Test match has already been twenty-three uh, wickets. We'll keep you posted there. Um, We're here for Parramatta and the Melbourne Storm, game one of season 2023. Now, Triple M Footy, I alluded to a a brand-new deal, which is very exciting because we're going to be bigger and better than ever. As usual, we'll do all the Thursday night games. Uh, Friday, 6 p.m. If there's no 6 p.m. game, middle of the season, we'll do the 8 p.m. Saturday, 3 p.m., as we always have done. Uh, Sunday changes. There's been a tweak there. We will now do... When there's a 2 p.m. game, that's the game we do. Uh, so that's, uh, what's that, a Fox game? So uh, I guess there'll be a lot of you that won't have access to that. So um, uh, we'll be uh, the uh, uh, the place to listen to there on a Sunday. For instance, this week and the first few weeks, when there's no 2 p.m. game, we revert back to the 4 p.m. game. Um, that's the games nationally done. But then there's all the extra Sunday nights, the first few weeks. Every Queensland game. Every Queensland team will be covered here on Triple M and the listener app. So every Broncos game, which you're probably used to, every Dolphins game, every Cowboys game via Triple M in Townsville, and every Titans game. And if your local station doesn't take the game, um, you can certainly get it on Listener. Every game we do, we do will be on Listener. Then there's the extras, Anzac Day, Queen's Birthday, Easter, uh, all here on Triple M Footy. So it's all very, very exciting. Um, these teams tonight, uh, boys and girls, Bailey Simonson, unfortunately, out for Parramatta. And, he's had a bugger of a run, Bailey, with uh, injury. It's a shoulder problem, I believe. So Isaac Lume, or Lume Lume, comes into the side. And for Melbourne, Chris Lewis drops off the bench. Bronson Garlic, son of Sean, uh, makes his first-grade debut. Quick thoughts on the game, Aaron Woods. This is a bugger of a game to try and pick because you've got two teams that are clearly very good but also clearly weakened.
4: Yeah, look, they, they, I think they said Melbourne were the favourites, but I reckon this is a toss of a coin, Dan. It's a 50-50 game. You look at the players they've lost in the off-season and I just look at Parramatta's forward pack. They've lost Papalihi, near Okoray, you know, Sean Lane's had the—I think it's a broken jaw. I think he got in the in the last trial. Yeah. Um, Madison had the suspension. We have got
1: to didn't... talk about that. Yeah,
4: we'll go back to that. We've already <laughs> mentioned it earlier in the year, but we'll go back into him again. Uh, and Nathan Brown, who played the grand final, he's still out with a hamstring injury. So it's a complete different forward pack. Besides the Regan Campbell, Gillard, and Junior Paulo that were there from the grand final, um, but you still coming up against the Storm side that's still got, you know, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant, the Sulfur Solomon. They've got players that can just do damaging things at any time in any spot in the field. So um, it's, a, it's a game that's, you know, it's a pretty intriguing one that I've actually I'm so excited that it's round one. We get to watch it. Um, really looking forward to seeing Josh Hodgson, how he links up with Mitchell Moses yeah. and Dylan Brown and, and how he brings the forwards onto the ball because that's something he did really good in Canberra, um, whereas Reed Money was sort of a standard deliver and just give the halves the early ball. So it's just really good to see how the combinations work and uh, for, for a round one game this is a blockbuster. I'm, I'm stinging for it to start.
1: Uh, let's talk, figure uh, uh, of this game a little further uh, closer to kick-off, but uh, Mitchell Moses, M, is, he, uh, is that done or are we still in the abyss there? Is he well, the signed
3: About half an hour ago, I ran into Reedy and um, the Eels CEO, Jim Sarantinos, in the tunnel and Reedy said, come on, mate, T- is it tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? And he said, I don't know anything. Honestly, I don't. But it seems like Mitch has made up his mind and it will be the Eels. It's just a matter of whether it's going to be that extra year that they give him. So Tigers had offered five years, more money, Eels four. So Woodsy, Woodsy's his best mate. Woodsy knows the answer and he's smirking no, at his no, now. I
4: don't know the answer. I spoke to him, I think, two weeks ago and I said, mate, you do what you, what's right for you. But I said, try and get it out before the season starts because I know when these things prolong... Um, each week they're not talking about of the side and, and how you played your performance, they're asking questions about when are you going to sign, who are you signing for and it gets to the point where you get frustrated, your teammates start going, are you staying or are you going and not worrying about footy so as a mate I just said to him, hope he gets it out but he hasn't got it out yet. I hope he has a crack in the game tonight, gets three points, and hopefully he comes out tomorrow and says he's either staying or going. So at least we know what he's doing. It's a
1: really interesting strategy. Parramatta has gone with. Dylan Brown is signed till 2031. Now, I believe he has a player option in his – well, it's a player option. It's in his favour every year from 2025 on, right? So that's – In his favour. In his, I'm sure it's in his favour. Does
3: that sound right, Em? I, I think, think th- that's what it is. Not 100%. I mean, that's sure. – that's an that,
1: eight-year deal. No. Yeah. So I, I don't know how it works if, if there's, say, a career-ending injury. I, I think there may be a renegotiation there, I think. But in, in terms of if his form drops off, and I'm not saying it would, um, he can just trigger that every year. I believe that's how it works, but it might be a little more subtle than that. Mitch Moses, Jimmy, is now – he's going to sign a deal with Parramatta, let's be yeah. honest, for a lot of money. Now, this strategy means they have lost over the course – Now. This happened over the last 12 months. It's not directly involved with this. But because they have kept who they've kept uh, and signed Hodson and Campbell Gillard and uh, Barlow, they've lost Reed Marnie, Isaiah Papalii. Um, the, they're the two big ones Murata Niokora, Oregon Kafusi, Ray Stone. Now, you can't keep everyone, Jimmy, as Penrith are finding out. Do you like this strategy? The way they've gone about things?
2: Yeah, look, it it, it pains me to say it, but. Looks like they've gone after their their key position people like the the spine, and part of that when you put big money into your spine, yeah they lost Reed Marnie, but it's a very handy replacement in Josh Hodgson. Well, you can't have strength everywhere, so are like you
1: getting for two years? Oh, let's be honest, you might get two really good years out of Josh Hodgson.
2: Yeah, but then you look at how they they're going to pay Mitchell Moses, Dylan Brown, Gutherson really well. You know, you, you can't you can't have it all and that's the strategy that they're going for it yeah. works so, it's, it works so well for the opposition that they're playing here today yes. in terms of you know putting most of the money into the spine of the team and that's the most important part of it and then you know who's to say Brad Arthur isn't going to you know rediscover a new Papa Leahy, yep. Because that's what he did with him. So you've got to back exactly the coach's right. judgment where he, like Bellamy does, where he gets these people that no one really knows, or you know, Papalee was on the outer at the the Warriors in yeah, the was, previous yeah, years. So absolutely. and he saw that raw talent and brought him up. Maybe that's the strategy strategy that Brad Arthur is going to implement yeah. and go, I'm gonna back my spine
1: and everybody else, I'm just gonna bring them up to a new level. You say so right. You know when this started, I reckon that people really took notice when Melbourne got done with the salary for the salary cap in 2010 and they just said All right we can't keep yeah. the big four so Inglis moved on but they kept their some fair players Cronk Slater <laughs> Smith. and 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 Cameron Smith and they just built around them and they had uh, players like Brian Norrie I seem to Hinch remember uh, Ryan Hintz, what a great player he great was player, like yeah. perfect for that sister but that that's yeah. really where <laughs> we saw that, that style is just get your big three yeah. and if you can get a big four, fantastic, But a big three and play it around, and work around have, that. They
4: also had big bodies. I think Paramount, they've also put a lot of money into Campbell Gillard and, yeah. and Paulo. Yes. You look at their backup middles, they're not big, big bodies and they're going to rely heavily on, on Junior Paulo and Campbell Gillard to play 60 to 65 minutes yeah. every week. They're rep, rep players as well, so... They can't have one of those big boys going down because they're an integral part of this side. Plus, as well, then, I really like um, Hopgood as well. Gun. Gun.
3: Like, yes.
2: Re- really like him. He- he's one of those players that-, that Arthur could really get the best out of.
3: But even year. someone like Sean Lane, yeah. he's not on a whole lot of money either, of and he had an incredible players.
1: season. Uh, someone they'd love to have is Ryan Madison. I think you've, you've said we spoke about it ages ago, Woodsy. I don't think we've spoken about this enough because it happened. After the grand final, yep. we sort of tuned out then. There was World Cup. There would have been other things that we sort of didn't pay the attention to this. If if the magazine shows, you imagine if NRL 360 got oh, a piece of this when it happened live. Kenny and and shreds off him. You've got a player who says, and sounded lucid enough when he said it, didn't sound too mad Monday hammered. He I'll, said
4: I'll, You know what, but I've got I'm on his side for one thing here.
1: Just let me say Sorry, that, you go, he you go. basically said. I don't want to pay a fine. I've already paid a lot of frivolous fines this year. It was $4,000. Yep. And he took a three-week suspension. Now, at some point, about a month later, he woke up, or Parramatta woke up, and said, what the hell's going on here? Went to the NRL and said, oh, hang on, sorry, We've mo- listen, can you forgive us? A motion of the grand final. And the NRL said, no, you made a decision. That's the end of it. You have to serve your time.
4: Well, I mean, I, I did say, I had some words about it. Like I said, I've played with blokes that would pay thousands of thousands of dollars just to play a game of footy. But does he? did he think at the time maybe his trial matches might have come off the suspension? That's probably the only he thing. He used to
1: be that way. You used I, to I get remember, two off,
4: didn't you? Yeah, I remember he used to be able to get two off, but he, he was suspended for four, three or four weeks. I think it is three weeks. So um, in, unless he thought he was only going to miss one game. But yeah, like if that was one of my teammates, uh, if it was myself and, and I took the money, I'd be filthy on myself.
1: Well, you're a current player. Don't answer this because I don't want to get you into trouble. I've already asked you if you're the stick. Happens state. anyway, don't worry. Um, <laughs> Jimmy. I thought the club honestly paid the fine. I actually think there every single fan listening just assumed that the club or someone on behalf of the club coughed up the fine. Well, yeah,
2: you, you probably can see how you you would think that. And when that call from Mattison came in to you know the general manager or whoever it may be is, I want to take the games. They, I, <laughs> I, I filthy. Said, D- Dan, I've said this before. I can't even believe it's an option. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, it's true. I can't even believe the NRL give you the option to take. I've said this before. It's Bart Simpson. He wins the sh- he wins the prize on the radio ten thousand dollars or the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> do. And he and Bart Simpson picks Stampy the elephant, and they're like, "Hang on a minute, <laughs> we've got to go and find ourselves an elephant." It's like you can imagine the person at the NRL putting out the the, the press release about Ryan Madison, and it's like, hang on. He's taking. <laughs> he's he's doing the games, and then you'd be. Should we release this on the website? Because surely he's not. You don't take the games, and you don't do it.
3: Surely, then, before they release it, the club say to him, "No, that's yeah. ridiculous." And we'll find a way we'll yeah, pay it
2: yeah. that, let's go let's go, to the, the let's go to, to the directors and have a whip round for 4k which I'm sure you know Parramatta making a grand final some merchandise sales go missing and all of a sudden it's redirected <laughs> just due said, to I'm Ryan my, Madison's old, fine money
4: old, sorry guys someone's taking me phone I'm on Mad Monday you know it was only a joke
1: <laughs> oh, you've played this game before. Uh, maybe he's just a bad poker player. He's gone all yeah. in thinking, Go- oh, Parramatta will say, oh, no, no, oh, don't do that. Yeah. No, no, you yeah. know what? Well, you know what? Yeah. Um, there's a queen of the Nile in the corner at the Lug's Club. We'll just pull it. We'll pull yeah. out the notes of that. We'll mm. work out from that. Uh, and, they, and they've gone, all right, do okay. You,
3: do you think the NRL should have let para change their mind? No. Oh,
1: no way. Oh. Oh. You make your bed, you lie <laughs> Yeah.
4: All right. But
3: it's still, it was still well, so far out
4: I, from the season. Emma, I reckon it should have been one of them. Are you sure? Yes. And are you sure again? Uh, right. You right. Needed... Hi, Ryan, would you...
2: right. I reckon Velandi should have called you up need... Ryan Mattson and gone, Matt, they... we're getting this through, that you're taking... <laughs> you're, you're taking the games. Are you 100% sure? You needed Eddie Maguire on the call. Just oh. string it out. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you want to <laughs> yeah. lock that in, we'll Ryan? Right. Do back you want to phone a
1: friend? <laughs> Triple M, rocking the footy for Maccas and Ream. This is NRL primetime for Jim Beam. It's set to be an epic match. Parramatta in Melbourne, and that's where Raising a Jim Beam, but please drink responsibly. More after this.
0: Oh. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready and to McDonald's and rain hot water. Triple M rocks footy. Ah, yes, Jim Beam bring us prime time. It's said to be
1: an epic match tonight. That's worth raising a Jim Beam drink responsibly. Lights taking effect here. And we've got both teams on the field. Parramatta right in front of us here at uh, the Parramatta Leagues Club. And it's a beautiful Sydney night. The conditions are perfect. Do you guys feel the chill? Just the last couple of days, it just feels like footy weather is just starting. Thankfully. <laughs> That's time. Uh, you're saying
3: it's getting chilly.
1: I'm just saying when you wake up now, and it does, it's not you know oppressive. It doesn't feel like Mumbai or something. It feels like actually autumn has arrived and winter's not far you're away. You're not
4: sleeping in just your undies now. You're sleeping in more clothes. You're not a PJs guy. Are, what, you? are, you, nah. you? are you just
3: nah. your undies?
4: Not much, really,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, I don't think he even wears you even wear undies. Now, yeah, now I, you I, said I,
2: more clothes, would you? I, think, I think you're backtracking. <laughs> I reckon
4: you're a pyjama wearer. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. Good. I get them for Christmas, but I never wear them. I'm not like footy, old footy shorts. It's a lazy gift, that. Yeah. Pajamas for a bloke. No, there's no effort into it.
1: Do you sleep, and I'm not asserting anything here because I think this is a trend, do you sleep in the same bed as your missus?
4: Yeah, so I've got my missus and my little fella.
1: Yeah, you know, it's becoming increasingly popular, separate beds. Really? Yes.
3: To get a better sleep.
1: Yes. I'm noticing this is a lot of friends are doing this. Uh, that's Like married couples or just... Yeah. Fair income.
4: Yeah. This but, is, but not this, even I know, couples you know, that... You I know, I know One Benji does that.
3: Well, you, allowed to say, oh, yeah. are you allowed to say that on air,
4: though? Are you? He <laughs> said it a million times. Oh, has he? Yeah. Oh,
3: he was the one I was thinking of, but yeah. I didn't know if that was a... I mean, it doesn't
4: mean any. It, no, it doesn't mean nothing. He but, just wants a good night's sleep, yeah. he reckons.
3: But couples that... It's not just like they're 50 and they're... They're over each other. Like, it's couples that are just married but want to sleep better. Although,
1: Tom Brady did that, and look what happened. So, uh, he's got plenty, but Tom, uh, 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 Tommy might have made a little mistake there, but, um, uh, anyway. What,
3: What about his undies shot that he put up on social media?
1: Haven't seen it. Did you see that? We really are back on Triple M footy, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're back uh, by the way, wicket in the cricket. Four for 79. I'm guessing that's a tea time score because not much has happened the last few minutes. Four for 79, India. So they trail by about 15, 13 or 15. I don't have an exact score. I know Australia absolutely collapsed um, as per usual but still had a nice, healthy lead. Quick questions. We're going to take one more break. So quick questions here, gentlemen and lady. Will Brandon Smith be the slam dunk at the Roosters everyone seems to think he will be? Yes, I
4: do. I I reckon so. I reckon the style he plays suits the Roosters' style. They love that, you know, the the under the ball, the bash and barge, straight over the ad line, nice and fast. And, And that's just his style of footy with Lodge. Hargraves, Lots of quick Lindsay play of the Collins, balls. Yeah. You look
2: at Marnu. Look at five. Manu, yeah. Tedesco oh. coming in. Oh, yeah. He'll be um He's, an, be extra, to, he's an extra middle they'll forward. They'll be really difficult to stop this year.
1: Um, speaking of the Roosters, uh, they've come up again because they signed uh, Spencer Lenu. They had another signing too, didn't they? Who Dominic Young. Dom Young. Oh, Dom Young. Dom oh, Dom Dom Young. Young. That's right. Uh, now, you know, people raising questions. But making, the other thing is, I raising think, questions. is Hargraves retiring at the end of the year? The, well,
4: it, think,
3: well, Spencer coming yeah. almost suggests that yeah. that is and the and case. And
4: then Tupou Tupo will going, be yeah. I would think that this but is So there's probably, not really, like, much of a drama. No, there.
1: but you know what it's like. Anytime time the Roosters get a, a player of they consequence... To
4: Robinson's house for dinner and they're done.
1: Yes. Well, it was interesting reading Andrew Johns today in the Sydney Morning Herald. He thinks the salary cap is broken. Is he Right. He not have a. I don't think he has a solution. No one seems to have a solution. But he says the salary cap, in its current form, is broken.
4: Oh, well, there's never going to be a correct way because players will go to the good sides to get for a little bit less because they know they're going to win, and then they'll make the rep sides and they'll have a successful you know season. Whereas the, the lower tier clubs have to sign players for a bit more money to give them that light of coming to them. To, that's the reason why they've got to get them. They need to get that big name, then they can try to get names around them. Whereas you look at the Roosters, you look at Melbourne. They've got the core players that players want to go down and play around and they know they're going to have a successful season slash career.
3: But why wouldn't you? Like, on the topic of Spencer and Dom, who were offered more money elsewhere, of course, if I were them, and you can, sure, it's less money. Yeah. But knowing that there's a high chance you can win a comp, the connections that you make at that club, the, the people that the likes of Nick Politis can introduce you oh, to, yeah. businessmen, um, what comes after footy as well? Then plus rep footy and money and from
4: that. I understand with Dominic Young, but Spencer Leno, he's come off two comps already. He's won two comps in a row. And, and if he's going there for less money, he wasn't going to get big money at Penrith as it was. I, I think Lenu's not necessarily leaving
2: for money. I think he's leaving Squeezed for a, out. A, a starting spot. Okay. Yep. He, I well, think he's he a starter. He's a, he starter, is a starter. And he's behind Moses Leota, who I think is, is it, up there.
4: I think he's the best prop in the game. What, uh, I, I personally think he is Yeah, Leota.
1: Um, yeah uh, a lot. He doesn't get yeah. a lot of credit. He's overtaken Fisher Harris. I think so. You look at def- uh, I, physically, yeah. defensively
4: in that grand final, he was one of the best players on the field. He's a rock. And, and he, you watch, he is. you watch his carries. He gets them to the start of the set. Like no, I love Fisher Harris, one of the good, but he always carries off the yeah. back of Brian Toto. Yeah. Whereas Moses Leo, he creates his own a tough run. Yeah, he so is a tough, a tough, tough yeah. run. Yeah. Oh, man,
2: he is a very tough human being. That's why I think Spencer Lenu is looking at. It. And also, you look at his minutes he's getting. He's yeah, been off the bench. He's playing like twenty to thirty. That's right. And I think he's gone for an opportunity to be yep. the, the the main prop or the big dog starter at a team like the Roosters.
1: I think that's more behind the move than any financial incentive. I was reading today. Why do you think the NRL has a salary cap? I was actually reading the NRL's definition because I was looking at third party and sort of equating myself because I think this is where the Roosters beat a lot of other clubs is that they've got so many third party connections and high end of town that don't necessarily have a link to the club. But it's funny, just the basic explanation. Why do you think the NRL has a salary cap? Uh, all fairness of competition. No. It'll promote fairness. Yes, so everyone thinks that. I you look thought, at the NRL's explanation... What is it? ...to stop the poor clubs from overspending. Now, I'm paraphrasing. They don't use those exact terms. But point so they one... they have to cover them. Point one is to not allow the uh, poorer clubs to overspend to the extent that they send themselves broke. And that makes sense because the NRL's concern is te- keeping those contracts, those TV contracts. And yep. If they lose a club, those contra- contracts become... I nearly got myself in trouble there. Those contracts become null and void. Um, so that's point one. Then it goes on to talk about it creates fairness. and
3: so they're, they're primarily protecting.
1: That's exactly So
3: right. they don't want to have to bail out a and, club.
1: And that's right, because if they had no salary cap, and I think it would take one person, like Terry Hill 30 years ago, again, yeah. to the draft, it would take one person to claim restraint of trade, yeah, and there would be a slam dunk, case and the salary cap would be thrown away.
2: Well it's it is for the greater good, isn't it, that, that you yes. that you have a salary cap. And to Andrew Andrew Johns' point, yeah, I think there are elements of it as broken but you know, if you look at the positive of our competition, Dan, you've probably got thirteen to fourteen teams that can make a genuine case for the finals, a genuine case for four or five teams to lift the trophy. Now you compare that to other sports across yep. the world and other sporting competitions as a percentage wise, who can actually win the league? You got the Premier League. I was going to say
1: we have no salary cap with the Premier
2: League within two years. Exactly, and then you've just got the then you, Top you want to see real inequality yeah. and spread of talent. That's when you
1: get it. Alright, we've got to take a quick break because we're not too far away from kickoff here. Triple M rocking the footy. It's not far away. Jim Beam bring us prime time. Ream Hot Water and Maccas bring us all the action, which starts in about 10 minutes.
0: Triple M Footy lives on Listener, Ready To McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. It's
1: Parramatta and Melbourne. Yes indeed. Eels and Storm coming up in a few minutes here on Triple M Footy. I'm told the kickoff is bang on 8 o'clock, which doesn't sound like rugby league to be, have a, such a definitive time like that, but we'll find out in a few moments, uh, 7 o'clock Queensland time, of course. Tomorrow night, uh, Maroon will be heading up the call team for a very interesting game, actually, Warriors and Newcastle. They're, they're mysteries, both of them, particularly the night. So we'll, we'll see Caleb Ponger at 6 and Jackson Hastings there and... Um, Also, uh, Lockie Miller at fullback, and and then the round will continue Penrith and Brisbane, which you'll get on uh, through Listener and Triple M in Brisbane and some of our Queensland stations. So big couple of days to start Triple M footy. We are going to bring James Graham and Aaron Woods and Emma Lawrence in right after this. The teams are getting ready to come out. Triple M rocking the season opener for 2023.
0: To McDonald's and rain hot water. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24 7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot, and strong.
2: Install a Ream.